Hey guys, happy Monday. It's Alexis and Samantha of An Extra Dose. And we, in case you guys are new listeners, we are the lifestyle and fashion bloggers behind a doubledose.com. And we are, we are identical twins. Sorry, I'm like so bad at enunciating my words and I keep getting tongue tied. Does it annoy you when you listen to them? Yeah, <laughs> it annoys me. Um, so yeah, we're so happy to be back. We have some fun topics for you guys today. A lot of them are centered around food which we get a lot of questions about all the time. And if you guys don't know, we're really big on healthy living and healthy lifestyle, all that fun stuff. That doesn't mean we don't love some cheat meals here and there, but we do love our healthy food. So we wanted to kind of start off with kind of sharing our healthy swaps for common foods that everyone loves. That's not to say that you can't have them, but a lot of times we're looking for healthier alternatives. Like I used to remember in college, I would always go on Pinterest and I would look at all the healthy like swaps that you could do. So um, we wanted to share some of our favorite ones and some that we don't people don't really talk about a lot. So to start off, I'll share a couple that you guys probably already know. But spaghetti squash is a great alternative to pasta. It's not, I will say, it's not the same thing, but what I have it's found, a little bit more crunchy. Yeah, what I have found is if you make it and then you make like a casserole, it's really, it's really good. So um, I love that option. And then you can. There's also other noodles that we've purchased before: the shirataki noodles and um, we have those hearts of palm ones. Yeah, we still haven't we have, tried. They're called palmini, but we haven't tried them yet. But we, they're kind of we've expensive. heard they're really good. Yeah, they are pricey, but. There's so many options when it comes, and obviously you can use zucchini noodles, which I think everybody knows about, but those are all great for pasta, and honestly, you could even, if you're not all about, like, one of them, you could just mix them in with some regular, like, pasta or something. Oh, they also make the banjo. I was just, I would twin to love with you. I was just about to say that. <laughs> well, there's so many other brands and now. And just chickpea pasta. Yeah, or lentils. They have um, mug bean pastas. Black bean they also have, speaking of zucchini noodles, you can spiralize sweet potato, carrot, um, cucumber. Well, that's not a, oh yeah, you're saying Like for salads. Oh yeah. If you want to spiralize Like a noodle salad. Yeah. It makes it cooler and more hip. Oh, they also have a Kemp noodles. Yeah. I mean, my top are the zucchini noodles. Spaghetti squash. Spaghetti squash. The shirataki are good if you're making like a soup and you want like noodles in it or... I mean, I wouldn't say like a pasta substitute. They're kind of like low main, where they're kind of like squishy. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. You can make it with tomato sauce, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. So some other options, obviously, going on that the pasta route, the cauliflower rice. If you guys haven't tried, it's a great alternative to rice. There's also those miracle new miracle rice, which are like the same as the shirataki noodles, but they're like more rice shaped. They're like in little balls. Yeah. So that's good for making a rice dish. You can also do, like I was just saying with the pasta, you can do a half-half where you do like half rice, half cauli rice, so you're getting like more volume, but without all the carbs and stuff. So that's a good option. Continuing on the carb route. You can also mash the cauliflower into mashed potatoes, and you can mix it oh, with. Yeah. Some people actually add like ghee or they add cream into it, but it's better than, you'll save you a lot of carbs on the mashed potato. Mm-hmm. On the it's really potato. good. I haven't made that in a while. It's really good. Really and good. all these recipes, you can just Google them or go on Pinterest. There's like tons of recipes. So don't feel like you have to like reinvent the wheel, but they're very easy and very simple. And then kind of going on the carb route, we love, I don't know how to pronounce it, siete. I sound like yeah, I think so it's like ridiculous. With the number. Yes, siete. Yeah. Oh, siete. I feel like an idiot now. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, in case you guys don't know what they are, I mean, maybe it's not like that. Whatever. I don't know. It's spelled S I E T E. And they make um, some really amazing chips and also tortilla chips and also tortillas. They have, so they have, we had them, I feel like we tried them a while ago, but we had them at that retreat we were at, we talked about a couple months ago. And they are grain free, so they're made with almond flour, uh, cassava flour. Um, chia seeds and lime, I think. I mean, very like spicy, very simple ingredients, and the chips are so good. You guys, they're amazing. Even if mom and dad who eat real, real tortilla chips, they love these. So you can get them like at Sprouts online, um, Whole Foods. Whole Foods, yeah. The tortillas are really good for tortillas. They're they are grain free as well, so they're really good if you have like a gluten allergy without all the junk in them. So, highly recommend those. You can also make kale chips, which I know are not a substitute for chips, but they're still really good. We just made them, actually, for dinner. They also make those seaweed snacks. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, don't expect to be... The closest thing is, obviously, the chips that are real. Yeah. And um, I forgot where I was going on that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had, like, an epiphany, and I forgot. (laughs) Um, It was related to the chips. Kale chips? No, no. It was related to the siete chips. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. I mean, I could eat a whole bag. They're so good. Yeah. And they're good, like, dipped in guacamole, obviously, with salsa. Guacamole. Yeah, I don't say it right, but I know <laughs> how to say it. Um, but I don't know where I was going off. Oh, yeah, they, I was going to say that I had posted them in my stories also not too long ago because I tried all the different flavors, and I really liked them. The, so I would recommend them. And I haven't had too many of the tortillas, but I definitely rec- – I don't eat a lot of them because I'm used to not eating mm-hmm. tortillas, but – they're really good, especially because um, corn, you know, it's considered the healthier alternative. But to be honest, we'll probably, probably go into this a little bit more in the end of the podcast. But corn is a lot of the media. You'll probably see it. Everything's genetically modified. So even if you're eating corn, it is a better alternative. But if it's GMOs or something you're concerned about, these are the better tortillas to get because nothing is um, genetically modified. Yeah. And so if you're not going to do the CATA chips... We, and if you're doing like pita or any kind of dip, we always like to ask for raw vegetables or serve raw vegetables with it. So, or crudite, whatever you want to say. Um, so usually like what we will ask, if we're at a restaurant, we'll ask for like raw carrots, cucumber, bell pepper, celery, even radishes are good, jicama. Yeah, in Mexico. Tomatoes. Yeah, you guys kept asking what the white sticks were. It's jicama and it's a root, is it a root? It's white. It doesn't really have a lot of taste, but it's so good. They use it a lot in Mexico and it's really good dipped in crunchy it's crunchy it's almost like an apple without the sweetness yeah it just has no taste but i like the crunch yeah really good with guacamole and another idea is obviously everyone loves popcorn if you don't know you can i mean you can buy some good brands like we bought some what well there's that the one that's local i forget what the brand is oh god we're like having major sorry we have brain like really what's it called brain fog um, there's if you just Google like um, or Live Love Pop. Yeah, that's it's a local brand, but they sell them. Yeah, if you just go to like any grocery store and you and you look for the air popped air pop popcorn is much better than all the microwavable ones that you guys or like in the ones that we used to eat as a kid that have a ton of butter and stuff on them. I mean, those oh, are fine. So good. They're so good. But if you want a healthier alternative, I would go for the air popped. It'll stay on the bag, and also. You can buy the kernels at your grocery store. I would definitely try to buy the non-GMO ones. And then just you put them in this, like, bowl that we bought at Target, and then you microwave it into air pop. And you can add, like, coconut oil or ghee to it instead of the butter. It's really good. It's really good. 
And you can do a little chocolate or something fun too. That's always good. And then some other ones are so I like I love using Greek yogurt. Well, when I can eat it, and that's another story, but I like having Greek yogurt instead of sour cream. It really I mean, it's really good if you like putting that on your tacos or different quesadillas or whatever you like to put for it on. baking. It's really good for baking as a good baking substitute. And actually, that reminds me of something else. So it's great. You can use it instead of using, like, I don't know what you replace it. But it makes, like, cakes and stuff moist. So it's really good at getting protein in and um, obviously a lot more natural than putting sour cream and healthier. And also with baking, which I like, it made me think of that. Um, I use a lot of unsweetened applesauce in baking. Um, just to moisten things up like I'll do eggs and like random things but instead of using like a lot of butter and I don't know what else cream and other things that you'd make to make something moist I use like Greek yogurt a combination of like just um, Greek yogurt and unsweetened applesauce and or one or the other just plain and it works really well and saves you know it's really healthy for you and saves a lot of like fat and unnecessary calories and the things to look for in a Greek yogurt I would say it's not there's a big fad with like low fat that's not necessarily better always because what they do is when they take the fat out, they add in like a bunch of sugar and other things. So really be careful of reading ingredient labels. And that's something, speaking of healthy swaps, that's really something to look for when you, if you're trying to make changes. That's the biggest thing. I remember in college when I first started, I was like astonished. It was like a whole other world. I was looking at ingredient labels and you realize everything's like a chemical. Everything's like what is it high fructose corn syrup and all these things that you hear in the media but they're really like if you're unsure about what these are google them you'll learn a lot about about what's in your food and you'll realize that you making these kind of swaps and looking at labels help will help you so much because it's not really about counting calories i mean it is but it's really about what's in your food and like i said i hinted at we're going to go into something later in the podcast about that but so on a tangent, like going back to the Greek yogurt, you want to look for something that doesn't have a lot of ingredients in it. So if it has like a bunch of like, I don't even know, sugar and like a bunch of other things, you want something that's unsweet because you're baking with it. And obviously sour cream doesn't have a taste. So you want something unsweet. You don't need something with sugar in it. You're not eating it plain. Um, and if you are, I like to add like stevia or, or something or fruit in it. But the same thing with the, uh, the applesauce, you don't need to buy something sweetened. Just buy the unsweetened. You can sweeten everything yourself. And that will save you. That's another swap that will save you calories. Um, and then going back to like sodas, um, I honestly have been a soda in forever. And I love Zevia, as you probably have seen us post them on our stories. But they have so many different flavors. They have every flavor you can think of. They even have a rainbow pack on Amazon. I feel like you mumbled. It's Zevia for those guys didn't hear. Sorry. I'm like horrible yeah. at that. I'm yeah. trying to work on that. Zevia with a Z. And they sell them Whole Foods, Sprouts, Central Market, Target, Amazon, like any grocery store usually or health foods, like a healthier um, grocery store will have it too. Um, But they come in tons of flavors. They come in like the fruitier ones like orange and grape. And then they have all the typical ones like caffeine-free Coke, Coke, Cherry Coke, Dr. Pepper, Root Beer, I sound like their ambassador, but yeah. I've tried, like, every single one. Cream soda. And, like, everyone loves them. I mean, if you have soda every day, you might be able to tell a difference. But if you if you don't, these are, like, a great substitute. And I also like anything sparkling water. Um, what's the water we've been drinking? The water we've been drinking. The spring water. Oh, it's Mountain Valley. Yeah, I love Mountain Valley. I've been drinking that recently. Mountain Valley water. They make a sparkling that's really good if you're into Mountain Valley water. Um, but... They have LaCroix. They have so many different brands of sparkling water. And I just like that just to have something to sip on. 
Um, I love chocolate, and um, one of the things I would say about that is you want to look for something that's, um, again, read the label. You don't need to have something that has a ton of sugar in it. There's things you can find. Honestly, when you're seeing articles that say, oh, dark chocolate's good for you, they're not referring to, like, the Hershey's candy bar. They're referring to, like, something that's, like, real natural chocolate that comes from cacao beans. So look for something that's, like, really high, like, a high percentage of cacao, like, the really dark ones. Um, if you're looking for something that's like a healthier swap. If you love chocolate, I do. I do something that's like, you know, right now I'm drinking like, I mean, that's another story, but I would do something at 72, at least 72% or higher. Um, it is any more bitter, but it's a lot better for you. Yeah. And then if you guys love ice cream, which we all love ice cream, and you can tolerate dairy, we love Halo Top and replace of like, replacement of normal ice cream. I'm not saying it's like super healthy, you can eat a whole pint, but it's a lot better. It's made with better ingredients. It has protein in it too, which is good, and they have some really good flavors. They also have a dairy-free line, which is really good too. And um, kind of going off on the oh, we the one I forgot to kind of mention with the carb stuff is that we when I in college and I started eating healthier, I would either take I'd get like a burger or a sandwich and I'd take one of the buns off. So I would just do one bun. Or if you're feeling like you really want to be healthy, you can just swap it out for a lettuce wrap. And a lot of restaurants are happy to do that. So. It's more of a common thing now, and I think going with the burger, I would definitely ask for, like, the mayo and the ketchup and all that stuff on the side. I always use mustard and a little bit of ketchup, but if you get it on the side, it'll just help a lot with calories and extra sugars and stuff. And kind of going on that route, for salads, a lot of us, you know, a lot of people eat salads, but I think where people go wrong if you're trying to be healthier is the dressing because that can really throw you into a big fat percentage or just, like, sugars and stuff like that that are hidden. I would... I know it's kind of plain, but balsamic and oil is balsamic vinegar and oil is a really good option, or lemon juice. You can do some of the dressings, just make sure you read the labels and just see like what's in them. Just be aware. Or we have, um, we've shared in our Instagram before the fork trick where you dip your fork in the dressing and then kind of rub it on the lettuce leaf. So you're saving instead of dumping the whole um, salad container on the lettuce because it's, then it's like drenched. And then just another tip, a common thing is always go for the grilled and versus the fried version. You're always gonna always gonna save on calories and health in that in that way. That's what we always go for, grilled or roasted or something like that. And we have a few blog posts on tips on eating healthier when you're eating out and stuff like that. So there's a lot of the same kind of tips in there if you guys are looking for stuff like that's written down. So kind of going on that topic, we have. I don't know if you guys, we've kind of posted a little bit about it, but not a lot. We've been struggling with our health. I mean, not that we're like really unhealthy, but we've been struggling with some health issues for, I mean, for a while, but recently the most, the past year to two years. And it's been kind of a miss. We've been trying to figure it out for a while. As you guys know, we have hypothyroidism, but we do take a very high dose of, of medication for that to keep our thyroid leveled. And we've been feeling, I mean, for a while we were fine. We felt you know, we felt fine for a while, and then you guys know we're very into working yeah. out. We would po- we'd yeah. work out like like way too much yeah. like every day. I did overtrain. We both did at one point, but in the last year to year and a half, we both had just not been doing well at all. Just very off, very low energy. Um, just like the stuff that we normally do. I just don't have that. I don't have the stamina or whatever to do. I can't work out. We haven't worked out a lot at all. Um, you guys know this is Alexis speaking. I was in the hospital in beginning of the year I mean unrelated to this but that's probably the only time I like really stopped working out besides when we got our, our, our breast augmentation and I recently just like we both had energy to work out which is I'll get to that in a second but 
we've just been feeling off and struggling with health issues. And I've posted a little bit about, I mean, we kind of started talking about last year, I think we talked about acupuncture and about stress relief and all that. And it's all kind of related with regards to our hormones. And I know a lot of girls, and I posted a lot of girls have messaged me, and I'm no expert, so I don't really want to write about it until I kind of figure out, until we're back to... I don't want to say normal, but back on track. And so, but basically what we're experiencing is we have very imbalanced hormones. Um, our cycles are very regular, which it's not good if you're a girl. I mean, especially being 27. And um, with that being said, like, we obviously have very high anxiety. Our adrenals were off. I mean, all this is kind of related to each other again, but we didn't start putting the pieces together until probably, like, six months ago. So... We have seen several doctors. Right now we're working with a functional medicine doctor. We're also doing lymphatic drainage, and we're doing, uh, we've done, well, we've already finished one heavy metal or some kind of liver det- liver and um, kidney detox, and now we're starting another liver uh, heavy metal detox. And um, again, we're not experts on this, so if you are feeling any symptoms that you think that you could have something, I would definitely go see a functional medicine doctor and but go read reviews yeah you don't want to go to don't don't just pick someone off the website i mean i think it's good to go meet with them and see what you think but i will say most of them don't take insurance yeah, i was gonna say it's out of pocket it's out of pocket so be ready so yeah. be ready for that make sure you're going to someone good that you trust because you don't want to be shelling out a ton of money and they're just trying to make a buck off of you there are some really good ones out there and you just kind of have to go and see read reviews maybe even get personal recommendations but um, like I, I mean, I truly trust doctors, but yeah. this is um, a different way of approaching medicine where they figure out the root cause. The root cause, because I we were seeing with people and they're like, oh, you can just take these hormones and or you can take birth control and they said like, I'm stop not working out, out and they which said, is true. Stop working out. I mean, yeah, I was overtraining. I have stress issues, and that's all true. But why am I taking such a high dose of thyroid medication? Why do I have all these autoimmune conditions at 27? You know, and it's like a lot of people don't talk about it, and no one know I was sick, but that either of us were sick because I, I just don't talk about it a lot but we are struggling with a lot of health issues we feel super 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 low in energy almost every day I mean I push through it which isn't very good but I mean life's supposed to go on obviously we still have to do our jobs and stuff but it is something I think a lot of people are struggling with a lot of doctors will just say you have IBS or you have autoimmune but there's a reason that you have all this stuff you shouldn't have to take medication for the rest of your life unless it's like life-threatening so I actually read a book called, or I'm reading it right now, it's called The Barrel Effect, and if you haven't listened to this podcast, his name is Dr. Cabral, C-A-B-R-A-L, and he is, he talks, I mean, he's a podcast every day, episode on a bunch of health stuff, but he's a functional medicine doctor as well, and he, his book talks all about basically everything that Sam and, Sam and I are going through right now with, with regards to do- toxins, and I think that you've seen approach it with, ca- like, cautiously obviously you can't take everything that they say because you'll be like living in a bubble but it's a lot of eye-opening stuff that nobody talks about so I I would definitely recommend reading it kind of going off that you know we have had I mean in the past with our thyroid we had a bunch of food intolerances and we've done probably every test under the sun with all these doctors and whether it's like food allergy test stool test like blood test, spit test, like uh, cortisol test, um, saliva, whatever, saliva mm-hmm. test, um, urine, like we've done every single test you can think of, and basically what ended up happening is that we have um, candida, which is like yeast overgrowth, and also SIBO, which is bacterial overgrowth in your intestines, 
which is all caused by something called leaky gut. And I'm not even going to try to explain it right now. You're just going to have to read the books or kind of Google it because it's very complex. In addition to that, we both have heavy metal toxicity. So when we got it, we sound like we're like, I know, I'm just saying it. I've read other people having this too. I remember reading it a couple years ago and I was like, what is this? This is like, they're off their rocker, but when you start feeling badly, you're willing to, you will try anything and especially if it's natural. So we have um, a lot of, we have basically metal toxicity and so we're working with that now. But kind of going off the food allergies, I had some people asking me what I was doing and what foods I was avoiding. And to be honest, it's so hard because everybody's different. So we've tried, we did FODMAP or FODMAP, I think it's FODMAP for a while, just for like the intestinal stuff we had going on. And that I've heard you should only do it for like a month. You shouldn't do it for longer than that unless you're, unless, I mean, you might have something else wrong with you, but it's supposed to relieve the symptoms. I honestly didn't feel that much better, probably because I have so much other stuff going on. Did you? I didn't feel like a huge relief. No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that was my main issue, but I think, I mean, I think there's two parts. I think people get, if your doctor tells you to do a certain diet, like a functional person, you get, you, you, you kind of get stressed, stressed out on what with stuff you can't eat. You get stressed out about that too, which causes stress, but um, I think it is, most of these diets, the bottom line is a lot of these diets for two, for two things, they avoid dairy and gluten, and I think those are big things for people because... For one, people don't digest them well. And for two, a lot of people, it causes things like leaky gut. Because I mean, again, if I mess anything up, I'm not a doctor. So, you know, no one can attack me that I'm not saying it right. But this is like from what I gathered, you know, it can cause basically it can permeate the intestines, which causes a lot of things to happen. Not good things. So it doesn't mean that you can't eat it forever or it doesn't mean that you like, for example, I don't have a gluten allergy like it's been testimony times I don't have it but with that being said all the issues I'm having I'm not supposed to be eating right now because it does um it does permeate your intestines and I have leaky gut and I don't know you know it couldn't be that's what caused it but it certainly doesn't help it whereas some people have like they literally have a celiac issue they can't allergy they cannot have it so for a lot of people cutting those things out helps their skin other things like they're not supposed to be eating dairy and there's many reasons for it is because it's not because dairy it's because there's hormones in the dairy it's just not made the way it used to be made 100 you know 50 or 100 years ago so that's probably why people can't eat it it's not because i've heard you can go to different countries and you have no problem it's just the way the food's made here um it's not because it's like labeled bad it's just bad really the way it's made in the united states so that's like I think those are the two main things that people avoid. I mean, with every diet, it's something specific. Like you guys, things are in the media: paleo, obviously no grains, um, keto, keto is high fat. Certain things work for different people. For us personally, we also read um, another book. We sound like we just all we do is read and diagnose ourselves. Really not true, but we read another book on lectins, and that was really eye opening too. Because I'm like, okay, I've done every. Every, every diet known to mankind, like or like not necessarily diet, but like I eat healthy, but like what things are healthy that are that I'm that I should avoid right now, and um, mainly with the lectins, it's a really good book too to read. It's eye opening. I mean, I think all these. What's the book called? The Plant Paradox is what it's called, and it's by um, Gundry. Yeah, Gundry's G U N D R Y, and I believe he's a cardiologist, and he focuses on that now, but. It was very eye-opening. It basically talks about all the things that lead to inflammation. And inflammation is, obviously, it can happen in your body. 
but inflammation is can also be like where your whole body is inflamed it's not just like oh i'm bloated in my stomach it's like where you almost feel like your whole body is bloated you're just holding a lot of water you you're bigger weight wise than what you are just because you're you're i mean you're holding water it's water retention and your body's fighting something off like it can happen like to your organs but it can happen like all over too and it, it interests me because that's something i'm going through but anyway the lectins are anything that um contain seeds or there's different groups of food but one of them is nightshades and that's something i used to eat a lot because i loved it and i'm just with that being said i'm just avoiding these right now i don't know how long i'll avoid them for it's not something i plan on containing forever super strictly but they're basically anything that contains seeds and like so and nightshades too so it's eggplant tomatoes bell pepper cucumber um potatoes potatoes and then it's like um dairy and gluten zucchini so basically i was eating all that stuff and it was recommended that i read this book and i've been trying it for a week i do feel like i will say i feel a little bit less inflamed it's very hard to tell because we're doing detoxes for metal right now but if you're struggling with food sensitivities the way they say i mean there's so many you can get a food the other thing i have friends they've gotten food food allergy tests and or sensitivity, not necessarily allergy, it's sensitivity. So it's foods that make you, sen- or your body is sensitive to you. And you can, I have friends that have, they've gotten that tested and they avoid them and they say they feel better because that's what's inflaming you too. Your body doesn't react well to it. So everyone has foods that usually, that you don't react to. And if you don't, you might not notice them because you might eat so many of them, you don't notice it. But if you're in tune with your body, you'll notice certain things. And you can, that's a good way you can get, you can always get it tested and see. But if you don't want to get it tested, you can just eat these foods and see how your body reacts. I mean, you shouldn't be bloated or have horrible gas or anything like that. You should not. So if you get that after, it's probably you're eating something that doesn't agree with you and I would say if you want to do a blanket thing I would just eliminate the dairy and gluten and then maybe try eliminating nightshades one time for a couple of days and see how and then you're supposed to reintroduce them and see well did you talk about beans and grains all that well you can talk about that yeah you're supposed to eliminate grains and beans too so like chick chickpeas like hummus something I eat a lot of but I can't eat right now no nuts either so it's you feel very restricted in a way but they do a bunch of recipes and cook and like ideas. So if you feel like you're like I don't know what to make, there's like a ton of ideas out there. It is. I will say it's very hard and very frustrating, especially when you eat out. I'm like I there's times I can't avoid them and it makes me very anxious and stressed. But I'm willing to do anything to feel better. So at that point, that's kind of what we're doing right now. We well, hope- the lectins. I do like his book, The Plant Paradox, because like I said, it can be extreme. You don't necessarily have to buy the book. They have it on Amazon Prime. That's where I bought it. But I like it because he doesn't just say avoid it. He gives like a whole scientific, like the history of how it's made and why it doesn't do well in your body. So it's not just like, don't eat this. I hate when people do that. I'm like, don't eat this. And you feel so restricted. But he's giving reasons. And I think you could read it and take away what you want. You could even try it. If you're dealing with these bloating issues, try it and see what helps you. Because I think you hear a lot in the media, dairy, gluten. And people are like, oh no, I want to do that. But I think, you know, everyone tries it and they feel better. So maybe try some of these other things and see how you feel and then reinforce introduce it later yeah I agree I mean I think it's all trial and error and if you don't feel shitty then maybe you don't need to change anything but I can tell you I didn't get to this point I mean I got to this point for a reason and when you get to this point you're kind of like you were willing to do whatever you want need to do to feel better I I mean that's how I feel Mm -hmm. so I hope that helps hopefully we'll be back in a couple months with a much better story a much better recovery but until then we're still in the process of this and hopefully that'll be over soon but kind of going on that topic of feeling good about yourself we have had a lot of questions about 
good leggings that are not see-through for working out and kind of like the athleisure wear. So we wanted to share some of our favorites. Obviously, we have a lot, but we won't cut it down to a few pairs that we really like. So one of mine I love are like any of the ones from Zella. They have great leggings. Um, They're great for petites, too, because yeah. they come in extra, extra small, and yeah. the length isn't too long. Yeah, they usually fit me really well. I always go for black or gray, but they have They all... make cute workout yeah. tops and bras, yeah. too. Yeah, they also make good bras. But we're on the legging topic, so okay. I'm going to stay you on the legging. I'm on a tangent. I'm staying on the legging topic. You know us. We could talk about clothes all day long. But I love the Zella ones. Those are mostly sold exclusively at Nordstrom. But they have really good, really good, really good leggings and, like, some really fun ones. Another pair you love are Splits 59. Yeah. We have a pair of black, um, like, they're both crops, but they make regular leggings but we have a pair of camo ones that are really cute that we like and we have a pair of black ones and they just fit really well uh, I don't think they're too see-through no they're not there's also a pair by carbon 38 I love all their stuff too it's obviously more on the pricey side but they're usually not see-through and they make some really fun ones they carry other fun brands too but I have a pair of like um almost like faux leather look-alike they're not spank look they're like I don't know how to explain it. They're like shiny. I don't know. But you can work out in them. They're like athleisure-ish, but you can work out in them. They're not see-through. And then, obviously, everybody loves Lululemon. Our favorite pair are the, are the Align. Yeah. They're the Align pair. I mean, they have a whole bunch of ones, but that's the pair that I like the best. They fit well. They feel so good. The fabric is just different than like a normal They're workout. They're not the spandexy like, typical material. They're more cotton, right? Yeah, but they're not caught. Yeah, but they're just, like, amazing. You guys have to try them on. And kind of going on a tangent, I, we love their shorts, too. What's the pair that we got with the mesh? Speed short. Is it speed short? I don't know. I think – or, no, no, it's hottie. No, I should have looked this up before. They're the pair uh, – if you go on their website, they're the pair with the mesh on the side. No, it's not the speed one. I have the speed one. But this is, like, hottie – no, no. I think that sounds right. I think right. I'm making up a word. Okay, well, they're the pair that Something, have the mesh. Yeah. I don't know. But that's really, really helpful but they do they're the only one that has mesh on the side yeah they're really really cute highly recommend we got them like in a million colors recently yeah um and kind of we're gonna jump into our favorites now and we're gonna share our favorite places to, sh- to buy stuff online and not clothes related not fashion related even though that's a, that's a straying away from our usual but obviously, I don't need to explain why I love Amazon so much, but Amazon Prime is something we use like literally on a daily basis. I'm not kidding. We have a blog post on our favorite Amazon things to buy, but recently, through this whole like stuff we're doing for our health, we, in the book that I mentioned, um, it does talk about this, but we, we basically threw away all of our plastic stuff, and I can't believe we were using all that stuff, but I just didn't, I wasn't educated on that. So we ordered a bunch of like the glass, uh, food storage containers, and we ordered like glass straws. We use straws a lot to drink stuff. What else did we order? I ordered like bamboo cooking uh, utensils. Yeah, bamboo cooking utensils, and then we also ordered a shower filter for for the water. I mean, sound like nice. Well, that's like stuff we ordered recently, but we literally placed a huge Amazon order, and like it got here like the next I day. I love Prime. Yeah, it so is worth like. It. And then I have you also ordered. I already had one with the Amazon Fire tablet. I use that. It's supposed to be for reading, but I honestly use it more to watch stuff on there. Oh, you do? Yeah, I, that's when I bought it like a year and a half ago. I was watching movies on there. Oh. Through Amazon Prime. It's Amazon's tablet, but through Amazon Prime, which if you have that... It's only was, like 60 or $70. Yeah, it's super affordable. It's and, not the retina... This It doesn't have retina okay, display. I'm saying because people might expect yeah, that. I'm it's not, not. It's not an iPad, but I really like it. I use my phone a lot, so I don't need one, but... 
I watched like a bunch of shows on there and like movies through Amazon Prime. You can buy stuff on there and rent them. And but then you can also buy the books. And the cool thing is I don't I didn't have the tablet. I just got one right now for upcoming vacation, but um, you can get um, buy books on Prime. And that way, if you guys share a Prime account, or you can actually email it, you can like get give it as like a gift to a friend, like i.e. like she can email it to me, and you can all use the book, which is really nice. I mean, Amazon might not be happy about that, but I like it because only one of us has to buy a book, and we can all like anyone in our family, we can just email it, and then they can open it on their iPad or their phone, and it's like shareable. Whereas like if you buy, I don't know, if you buy a paperback, you have to wait till like everyone can yeah, use it. Yeah, that's not fun. Who wants to wait? Yeah. So, and then my favorite place, actually, my name too, um, to buy like not like normal stuff like clothing is would be like iHerb, um, Vitacost is like another one, and Swanson Vitamin. And they all don't have, it's not just like vitamins, they have like anything health related, they have like pretty much anything. They have teas, teas you know, like cereal. cacao, they yeah. have chocolates, they have like any health fruit product you'd find like at Whole Foods or Sprouts or something like that, they have it there. Um, and it's usually less. Typically, it's there. They usually have like sales and stuff, and it's just less online. They use, some of them have free shipping after a certain amount or quick shipping. But I like I you know I get my some of my vitamins on there. Um, just random things like to digest some enzymes that I take. I'll get some on there. And yeah, so I would definitely look into those for instead of just like going to like you know getting at the grocery store. You can try getting them there, and they just ship it to your house. Yeah, it's it's like genius. Besides, between those and Amazon Prime, you're I don't like, leave your house. Set. Yeah, you're like you don't need to leave your house. Yeah. You just live there forever. Yeah, it's amazing. So those that is all we have this week. We'll be back next week with some more topics for you guys. As always, feel free to send us any DMs on Instagram at alexis.bellbell and then at Samantha Bellbell. You can also email us at doubledoseblog at gmail.com. We'll, we're happy to take topic requests or even blog post ideas, whatever you guys want to hear. We're always open to hearing those. And we appreciate all your support. I know I posted something on Instagram a couple days ago about feeling kind of discouraged about it, and you guys were all so sweet. I wasn't trying to get, like, a bunch of messages, but you guys sent me the sweetest messages, and it truly means a lot to us. Like, any support you guys give us, we always read all of our messages, and it really just means so much to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll be back next week. Bye.